There we go. Take two. Okay, so I'll introduce myself first this time. Oh. All right, so ready? Mm-hmm. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Brace yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm Darcy Dinellon. <laughs> That's my name. That's my name. Gotta stick with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm Aaron Fever. Okay. I'm and Darcy Fever. Yeah. Are you changing it again? Well, uh, no. It's a I moment, mean, a moment thing. Two things can be true at once. I can be <laughs> more than one thing. There are many ways to get I the contain possum. multitudes. Oh, that's very poetic. Well, yeah, it's from a poet. It's like, I don't oh, know, Walt okay. Whitman or Robert Frost <laughs> or someone. It's like, do I contradict myself? Well, yes, I contradict myself. I contain multitudes. I hope he says it in that voice as well. I'm sure he did. <laughs> um, so uh, we went to the movies this week. Yes. And we saw Wonder Woman. We saw Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. With her satin tights, fighting for her rights, and the red, white, and blue. I think the line might be the other way around. Yeah, whatever. Fighting for your rights in your satin tights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was it. Actually, Darcy hadn't seen or hadn't heard that theme song before this week. I hadn't had the pleasure. So we played all different versions from the TV show. Yeah. And you you were aghast at like how stringy Linda Carter was. Oh my god, yeah. It, well, yeah. <laughs> it she, was a, she was a statuesque woman. Or does that phrase still work if you're very thin? Does statuesque also mean I that you're kind of like... I think it shouldn't work. Mm. But I think if you looked up the dictionary version of statuesque, it would be like a tall... I, I think tall is the most important thing about being statuesque. Right. I don't know why. I mean, statues... I guess statues are big. I guess they are. I mean, I can make a small statue. I mean, a statue is That's made true. of stone and it's frozen. Like, you know, I don't know other than that, like, what <laughs> makes a statue a statue. But, yo, Linda Carter was a real, a real string bean. And it did, it struck me as, like, that is a stringy person. <laughs> um, and uh, do you think Gal Gadot uh, was also a stringy person? Yes. Okay. And I, I almost feel sorry that the conversation has come to this so quickly. <laughs> you wanted to build up to it? No, no. I just, I actually almost want to resist talking about this as much as I do because I feel like it's a pet issue of mine and I have to recognize that a lot of that comes from my own psychology. But um, also, I want to say that I've had four drinks and I feel like it's probably evident in the way Did I'm you have four? Okay. Yeah, well, I think so. I've had two, but I was performing. Oh, maybe I only had three then. Okay. Anyway. Right. Because for for those who don't know, I uh, uh, improvise. I I perform with a group called Kill the Monster here in Dublin. And um, we had a show tonight, uh, which went well, thankfully. Uh, It's always great when it does. And Darcy is a wonderful supporter of the group mm. and comes to every show that she can, which is I think she's missed only two in her history, mm. like since we've been since I've been a part and of it. And they are fantastic. You guys really are great. We yeah. were talking about this on our walk home that you guys are yeah. really, I, I, really great. It was mostly dominated by me saying how great I was. <laughs> no, but you guys are really great. And it was a great show and it's really yeah. fun. And now so, that I'm thinking of it, I did only have three. Okay. But I feel You feel good. I have to be like, yeah. yeah. I, I feel <laughs> You feel tipsy. Yeah. Um and back to the whole Gal Gadot thing, I, I almost st- am starting to wonder if that's if it's even a valuable conversation to have anymore, how much I talk about this. So mm. to get to what I talk about is my frustration with just seeing tiny, stringy, skinny women 
all the time being portrayed in TV and film. Yeah. And it is very frustrating to me. Yeah, and I think it's completely understandable. Thank and you. I and I think it is a problem. And unfortunately, on the scale of, like, problems for women in cinema, I think it's, like, down the line of, like, it's not, like, top five, probably. But it is for me, and that's interesting. And I I guess I'll get straight into this now. Uh, Like, I had an eating disorder when I was eight years old. I was Mm. hospitalized for anorexia when I was eight years old. And I started having body image issues when I was three. So a lot of that, I think, was just taking all of this in and taking in that, first of all, Um, and I feel like I'm going to be oversimplifying things and being reductive in what I'm saying, but I'm just going to say it anyway, feeling this idea that first of all, to be a woman, the most important thing is to be beautiful and to be beautiful. The most important thing is to be thin. So as a human woman, the most important thing is to be thin. And for whatever reason, I took that on from a very young age, but I think a lot of girls take that on from a young age. And I think by the time you're a certain age, every woman has gotten that message and done something with it. Oh yeah, definitely. And like I've, you know, you still see it on a regular basis. Like you, like, like, it's it's, inescapable. Yeah. And, and it's unfortunate because it's like, I was aware of this, but I wasn't aware of this on the scale that I'm aware of it. And I make you you aware of it. Yeah. You you can not be not aware of it around me. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's a, it's a big issue for you. And so therefore it's, it's an issue that I've understood a lot more of. And I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, but like it's, it's inherent in every form of media, like even yeah. like in comic books, which I, I write comic books mm-hmm. and you know, uh, it has a history of like, um, making bodies that are not even human sometimes. Like, cause I showed you some art from, uh, Rob Leefield, like who just had, does anatomy oh, on some sort of weird scale. God. That's not even like comprehensible. No, it's he, not. His, his, his bodies are almost like Escher paintings. Like they're just like, it's like, how does that even work? It doesn't. No. <laughs> yeah. And I remember one, th- I remember the moment when, and I was very proud of this and I told a lot of people this. I remember when you got that artwork from someone who was drawing for you yeah. and you showed it to me and you were like, what do you think of this? And that's all you said. You just said, what do you think of this? Like if it's I as did. if I have some kind of opinion on art, which I absolutely right. don't. But I didn't, I didn't want to, like, I didn't want to lead you right. into where I was yeah. thinking. Yeah. So you were like, what do you think of this? And I was like, oh, like this is great. This is great. It's all really cool. But I was like, the men have diverse body types and the women don't. Yeah. Yeah, so, and I was kind of like, I just wanted that confirmed, that yeah. you would notice that. because and I, I did. Because I picked up on it, but I wanted to make sure that it wasn't just me. And so, and luckily, I, th- I asked the artist, and, you know, I won't name names because I don't want to embarrass them or anything yeah. like that. But I asked the artist, like, could you change, like, some of the figures, like, on the women? And they were like, yeah, no, actually, like, I'm super into this as well. Yeah. But, like, for guys, it's easy for us to forget about it. Right, and when he changed it, it looked so good and so real yeah it's yeah yeah it can it can slip our minds but i don't think it's easy for it to slip women's minds so much because they're bombarded by it but the whole back to the whole gal gadot thing because that was the original question that you asked me like i already i don't even know if you've seen it but like i already on facebook like got into discussions about this Mm. and i'm almost getting to the point where like i don't want to even be discussing this anymore you're getting tired of it but yeah but it, it and i so i i feel like i didn't start it because 
I made the status, I saw Wonder Woman, and I only fell asleep for five minutes. And so for me, that's a good superhero movie. Yeah. If I only fell asleep for five minutes out of a how long of it? No, you're, you're not being literal when you say fell asleep. You just mean like you turn, you tuned out for five minutes. Baby, I'm being literal. You oh, were you? I was asleep. I did not notice. And I'm, 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 <laughs> es- I'm estimating that was five minutes. It could have been seven. Eight, maybe it was four. Like I, It seemed like a short period of time Yeah, and I don't want to be caught up falling asleep because, you know, I, I, it doesn't seem good. But like I... I did, and for me, for a superhero movie, falling asleep for only five minutes is really impressive. So that says that the movie did something right if I only fell asleep for five minutes. And so that was the Facebook status I made about it, was I only fell asleep for five minutes, hashtag best superhero movie ever. Because really, out of all the superhero movies I've ever seen... Which is like three. Hmm, I don't think that's true. At least I made you watch Captain America. And I fell asleep during Captain America, and I would, I would venture to say that was more than five minutes when I fell asleep. I didn't notice you falling asleep during but that either. I try, I don't want you to know, because I don't want to fall asleep. Like, I'm fighting with myself the whole time, right. you know, because a part of me feels like, oh, if you fell asleep, you didn't really see the whole movie. Yeah. But, um, but I did. I fell asleep for maybe five minutes in Captain America, maybe five minutes in this. And every other superhero movie I've ever seen, I've fallen asleep in. But I, I've, seen, I've sat through all of the Christopher Nolan Batmans. Right. I've sat through some Spider-Mans. You know, I've seen, I've seen yeah. some and for, and for the record, the reason why you're falling asleep during these movies is because extended periods of action bore you. Um, because like you like you said yourself like with Wonder Woman um, you got into the early parts of the movie where they were on the island and they were just right. discussing their politics or whatever and their mm-hmm. you know interpersonal relationships and yes. you were like I get that like right. yeah, that's, your, that's your thing but then when it becomes about like fighting some like oh some some evil guy and then there's lots of explosions and like <laughs> I just it really loses yeah. me and it's, it seems like it's the same thing every time it seems like it's very slightly different forms of the yeah. same shit because we watched about four trailers before the start of the movie and yeah. you literally you literally <laughs> turned to me at one point and goes like is this the same movie as the last one because I, I didn't notice the yeah. like I really at them. one point I thought I, I thought one of them like had just blended yeah. in yeah and I think it was like Transformers and the Mummy or something yeah. like that that like you were like which one's which like, who the fuck knows um, but so I, that was the status I posted about Wonder Woman and then um, a friend of mine who is super cool and like super woke as are like all of my friends. I don't know if we can say woke as white Why? people. I just feel it. Well, no, I don't okay, think, I, I don't think, even... I don't think people get annoyed at you. I think because this is, I've seen people, white people say it and they don't get given out to really for saying it. Okay. But I feel dumb. It's like when like, okay. it's like, it's actually when, the first time I've said it and it probably just came out because I was drunk. Yeah. Know? Like, but, but like, but I just feel like it's like, it's when old people say like, hey kids, are we down with the hippity hop? I, I see. I feel like it just it sounds awkward coming out of our mouths. What should I say? Enlightened? Uh, um, I don't know. With it. She's with but it. But that makes me sound old as well. But anyway, you get the point. Yeah. Like, you know, she's like, that's not even, this isn't even giving her enough credit. Her name is Ruth and I'll tag her in this and she'll understand. But so okay. she, um, and like, she's just super smart and cool and chill and like, is it, uh, yeah, now I'm just. Overcompensating now, yeah. She So she said, um, something about like she appreciated that her that Wonder Woman's boobs were like normal size mm. and I commented on that being like being like yeah but nothing about uh, Gal Gadot's physical form nothing else about her physical form is like anywhere near the outskirts of the realm 
of yeah. normalcy. Yeah. And and that's the thing. Like she is still a supermodel and even though she is yes, I understand she was in, you know, the Israeli military for two years and that was ten years ago. And I think it might have been longer actually. I think no, she was two in it for years. Longer. I, I looked at her because oh, Sue and I it's because my friend Sue and I also started going I got a back okay. and forth about this and I'll explain the whole thing. But um but but I still you know, listen, that that's awesome that she was a soldier and that's fucking great and you know that adds to her credentials to play Wonder Woman. But the prerequisite to play Wonder Woman is not being a warrior. The prerequisite is looking like a supermodel and then the fact that you're a warrior is something on top of it. It's yeah. not first be a warrior and then great if you're a supermodel. It's completely the other way around. Yeah. And let's not pretend that it's not that way and maybe that's okay depending who you're talking to, depending on what's important. But but I'm not going to sit here and praise the film for her not having huge boobs when she was still obviously chosen because of the way she looks. Yeah, I mean so much of the script was like she's so gorgeous. And that's part of what I said too. I was yeah. like so much of the comedy just relied on her being the most beautiful woman you've ever seen and of course like the born sexy yesterday trope of her being yeah. the most beautiful woman you've ever seen but she's never seen a man and she yeah. doesn't know what sex is about and she doesn't know that she's stunning and she doesn't know what that does. So so much of the comedy relied on that. So like I said the prerequisite that was that she looked like a supermodel and then maybe on top of that um, she yeah. the actress happens to have been a soldier if and you've, that's cool. If you've never heard of the born yesterday trope that Darcy born just mentioned. Born sexy yesterday. Born sexy yesterday. Yeah. You're right. Born sexy yesterday trope. Uh, there's a great video about it. It's about 20 to 30 minutes long uh, online. I can't remember the person who posted it but uh, I might even try and find a link for it to put it in the post when I post this podcast. But it's a great watch uh, if you're if you want to really hate uh, movies again <laughs> which is another one that it does it. But um, yeah I mean like kind of it's 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 also it's a weird thing because the movie has been praised by so many women that I know online as like finally like a female led like hero movie like and people getting emotional about like how much it means mm-hmm. to them to see that but then like you know we me and you both watched it and me and you both came out of the cinema going like there was still so much sexism in this movie yeah like it and really I was. would be interested to hear from those women and to speak from the uh, to speak to those women because to me. I'm not saying that it means nothing overall that it, or that it should mean nothing, but to me this this means nothing. And mm. that this this is nothing new. Having first of all, this is a genre that I don't like. This is a genre that I don't get. It's yeah, it's, it's completely it wouldn't, it wouldn't be important for you to have that. It's completely unappealing to me. Um, but this is just another like supermodel like leading a film and having how hot she is be at the epicenter of like yeah. the important like, so it, it's it's just not exciting to me in any way I don't feel it does anything uh, for me as a woman but for all those superhero I mean so no no so not superhero for all those supermodels out there who feel like they haven't yet been um, also recognized as being superheroes I guess it's really uh, compelling <laughs> well, yeah, until you're, now you're... they've only been girlfriends but now the models can be the leads yeah. great yeah you can, you're not, nothing you're, for me you're not seeing yourself up there being represented <laughs> not at all yeah um, yeah and like it's kind of it's it's a shame that because I think the state of Hollywood is so bad that this one small step yeah. is praised so much. But like, at least I guess, because I've had conversations before with people about small victories and whether or not they're important. Because on a separate note, like uh, the Marvel superhero movies, like they've had, I think, approximately 16 films now or something like that. It's mm. ridiculous. 
Uh, and, and that's not much of an exaggeration either. I think it's about 16. Um, they And none of them have been a female-led movie. Mm. And they announced a couple of years ago now that like they were going to have one with Captain Marvel and uh, Alison Brie has been cast as that character, who, again, is like a beautiful statuesque woman. Um, but like people were saying, yes, finally, like, you know, a female led movie, like Marvel's so great because they announced this before, uh, other companies had announced any like superhero female led mm. movie. They announced this actually before Wonder Woman was announced, mm-hmm. but Wonder Woman actually got made. This still hasn't been made yet. Cause it got getting pushed back because of like, oh, we have the rights to super Spider-Man now. So we're going to put Spider-Man into a movie and we'll push like Captain Marvel back. But I said to people like, look, I'm not going to, I'm not going to praise Marvel for announcing this because it took them too long to do it. Mm. Like it's not, it's not wonderful that they've done this because, like, they've even they're even like Black Panther, which hasn't had a trailer out yet, but I think is in production. Like, would be the first black led film, like the first film where it's been led by a black man or mm. or, or a black woman or anybody really, like of of uh, African descent. But. Um, you know, and that's like that was also not announced until they had made like at least a dozen white guy movies. Right. Uh, so it's just kind of you know, while it is great when small steps are made, I just don't know how because I think if you're like if you rejoice in that one small step, you're being almost too lenient and yeah. not pushing them harder yeah. to like do more steps quicker. Yeah, yeah, and it also goes back and once again, this is personal, and this is why like you you know this is why you can't treat people like monoliths and think like women think this and men think this and women want this and men want this a lot of women do love superhero movies a lot of women obviously are excited about female-led superhero movies i'm not one of them at all and that and for me personally this this doesn't excite me this doesn't do anything for me um but also a lot of that comes from how i experience uh the way that i think of feminism has to do with how i yeah my own life experience and i've never i've never felt like I feel like I can't do something because I'm a woman. I've never felt that way at all. I felt like, I feel like I can't do things because I'm not a beautiful woman. And it's that whole, like, you are a beautiful woman, Oh, thank you, baby. But it's that whole, it's that whole, like, Barbie complex of, like, Barbie has all the jobs and Barbie can do anything and blah, 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 blah. (laughs) But first... Barbie did have a lot of jobs. uh, Yeah, but first you gotta (laughs) look like Barbie. And that's what I feel like is still coming at me. So every time it's somebody, it's it's Wonder Woman or it's Alison Brie, Mrs. Marvel or whatever the fuck, I don't give a shit. It's it's that whole thing. It's it's this it's this Barbie. Like, yeah. yeah. Maybe I just named a new thing. It's the Barbie complex. Yeah, you can do anything you want as a woman as long as you are fucking gorgeous. But that is first the prerequisite. Then yeah, be a soldier, be a fighter, be a whatever. Well, so that's why none of this is exciting to me at all. <laughs> well, speaking of beautiful women, mm-hmm. we also went to a drag show this week. Yes. Um, and uh, you, was your was your first drag show? No. It was my first drag show. Oh. Uh, I'd never been to a drag show before. But we went to uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, we are doing a Work the World tour at the moment. Mm-hmm. So lots of past contestants and Mich- Michelle Visage uh, are touring. So in the in the Olympia Theatre, which is a lo- lovely venue in Dublin, I really lo- love the Olympia. Oh, I love it. Yes. Yeah, it's a real old-fashioned theatre. Oh, it's a, it's so been around good. for years. That's where we saw The Woman in Black, right? No, we saw The Woman in Black in the Gaiety oh, Theatre, which is also a lovely theatre yes. as well. 
uh, but not was, not as in good Nick, I don't think. Okay. Might be a, but that was one of the best theatrical experiences I've ever had. Me too. I think it was the yeah. best play I've ever been to, yeah. which is wonderful. And if anyone amazing. hasn't seen Woman in Black, I, oh. I, not the movie, because the movie's different. <laughs> I liked the movie too, I must say. No, but the play yeah. is a very different experience. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we went to, we went to see uh, Work the World. So that had, for anybody who's uh, au fait with uh, RuPaul's Drag Race, um, it had a Detox. It had, uh, geez, I'm blanking now. It had Detox. It had uh, Shangela, who mm-hmm. is a big, big favorite of mine. It had uh, Violet Chachki. Mm-hmm. It had, uh, from the recent seasons, it had Peppermint. Mm-hmm. It had uh, Sasha Valor. And Trinity. And Trinity uh, Taylor. Is it Trinity K? No, it's not Kenny. I always want to, no, no, it's Trinity Taylor, because I always want to say Trinity K. Bonet. Oh yeah, that was a different, <laughs> was a different drag entirely. queen. Yeah, yeah. It was a drag queen. I think there was one more, wasn't there? Was there a set? There wasn't another one. I think. Maybe I I'm not think remembering. I missed anyone? That's not. Oh oh oh! Of course. Oh Kim, Kim Chi. Chi. Yeah, and that's my favorite. girl right there. That's yeah. my girl. That's my favorite. Uh, Kim Chi was there. Bless yeah. her cotton socks. Oh. Uh, she still wobbles in her heels. She can't walk in her heels. She doesn't remember the words to her lip syncs and just goes blah 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 when she's trying to like say different things. But she's like, how did you put it? You said something. She like she's like a stuffed animal of a panda bear come to life as like a beautiful. She's woman. like yeah, she's a teddy bear <laughs> that's moving around in beautiful female clothes. Oh, um, I, oh I love her so. Yeah, much. she's wonderful. She's a real sweetheart. Like I, yeah. you just you just want to hug her and make sure that everything's okay. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and she's super, like, artistically, I think she's one of the most talented drag queens. She's incredibly talented. She, she has an incredible sense of style and yeah. also incredible makeup artist. And, yeah, it's, it's really impressive, the, the different looks and the things that, they, that she does. I also think she's a cute boy. Do you? I do think she's a cute boy. So out of all those, who's the cutest boy? Is that Kimchi? Totally. Because you said Sasha Velour was kind of a cute boy as well. a cute boy too, but I would still choose Kimchi over Sasha. Right. Um, and, uh, yeah, so for, for people who may or may not know, so Louis Walsh is a big Irish music mogul, and uh, he managed a bunch of boy bands from the 90s, like Boy like Zone and Westlife, uh, but he also, for over 10 years, uh, has been the judge on, uh, the British X Factor, um, and even when they did that one season of, like, like, uh, Pop Idol, like, you know, what turned into American Idol, uh, he was a judge on that too. So he's like, you know, a really big kind of name over here. And he was in the crowd because he's the worst kept gay secret <laughs> in the UK and Irish, uh, scene. Cause he still hasn't come out because it's basically, he's doing that thing where like he's in his sixties, yeah. but his mother is still alive. And he can't admit he's gay as long as his mother's still That's alive. So funny, but like everybody knows. But does does, does he have a partner? Or does he have like a? Long I think his partner life? was with him that night. Okay. Oh um, yeah, because he was with someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, like because like even on the TV show, like they constantly make jokes when it gets to disco nights. Like, oh, Louis' favorite. Like, and all these kind of like innuendo. So he just doesn't come out and say it straight. He just comes like, out and say and it, but his, everybody yeah. knows. Okay, and his mom may well even know too. But like, but they just they're not talking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's awkward, but um. So so yeah, so he was there enjoying the night and uh, there was a segment where they were bringing people from the crowd up on stage to like put on wigs and do a lip sync uh, themselves. And when they, she asked for, I wanted a person who's like over 40 yeah. and the crowd knowing that Louis was there all pointed up and chanted his name. Oh my God. And oh, I missed this part by the way. I was. Yeah, you were late so to arrive. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Michelle Visage was just kind of like, you know, what are you talking about? Because you couldn't hear like a group of Irish people like slurring <laughs> their words, going, Louie, Louie, Louie. Wait, so she didn't even know that he was gay? 
even know he was there? She didn't know. She didn't seem to know he was okay, there. And then, okay. like, when she kind of noticed that people were, like, pointing in one direction, she looked up and goes, wait, is that Louis fucking Walsh? Oh and she's like, God. you get your ass down here. Because <laughs> she was kind of like, you know, like, I'm going to judge with you someday. So mm. I think I, th- I thought he was on RuPaul's Drag Race as a guest judge once. But maybe he wasn't. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the you know he came up and it was brutal. He was absolutely Aww. terrible. He just stood there, but he's no rhythm. Like I don't even know how he judges music for a living. He's Wait, no ear for. Is he a producer? What? Like... He's just a manager. Okay. So he's, he's he's a talent spotter. So like he kind of he he was the man who brought Jedward to the world. Wow! Wow! We have a lot to thank him for. That. Yes, and for our American listeners who don't know who Jedward are, oh, I'll post a link to them in the post as well, <laughs> and you'll have fun. Uh, they're basically uh, a pair of Irish twins. Um, they're very pretty blonde boys who pout a lot mm. and wear really high hair mm-hmm. and sparkly jackets. And uh, yeah, so he manages them. So he he'll spot talent. He'll create like boy bands. Like so, he I think he's basically just one of those guys who like knows what will be a hit at the time. So he'll like he'll hire people and manage them, but like he doesn't actually do anything with music. I, like, I honestly don't think he actually knows anything about what he's talking about, but... What other boy bands has he created other than Jedward? Uh, some recent ones who I don't know who the hell they are. But, like, in fairness to him, like, I think, you know, he... I think he was a judge the year that One Direction were on The X Factor, right. and, like, they made a so decision. He find them. Like, yeah, they... Like, him and Simon Cowell, I think, you know, they said, like, let's put these boys together, like, so... <laughs> but I think Simon gets all the credit, because he's Simon Cowell. Uh, but yeah, so that was a great night, and I think we we both were saying that like we were very impressed by Violet Chashki doing this kind of like yeah. gymnastic ring thing. Yeah, she was um, amazing because I was not I was not a big fan of hers until no. until that performance, and then I yeah, was like, you were and you, girl you, gotta go on. you were you were we were brought round. That's yeah. not the phrase, is it? You were yeah, something like that. That makes sense. Brought around just sounds like you were like yeah, someone held your hand <laughs> as a kid. I, well, I turned to you and said, "I'm converted." Yeah. That also seems a bit strong. I mean, yeah, that seems a bit strong. But yeah, no, she was great. Yeah. Um, And yeah, so that was a good night. Um, So there were two things that we did this week. Mm -hmm. Can you think of anything else? That we did this week? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure we did a lot of things. (laughs) So, no. (laughs) Is the answer to that. No, is the answer. Well, we went to our show tonight as well, which was fun yeah. because the because with the improv show that we do, it's called the Tightrope. It's in Dublin, and so every Sunday and Monday night there are two or three improv groups on, and uh, there was two on tonight. So it was ourselves, Kill the Monster, in the second half, and in the first half, where uh, the sh- a shower of teeth, I think their name was shower of teeth. Teeth as, as teeth as, as Shane, as Shane kept, kept saying. Kept pronouncing. Yeah, shower of yeah, teeth. Shower of teeth. Um, but yeah, the share of teeth and, uh, but there, it was a once off name because basically Stephen Bradley and Kev Handy do a once off like naming of a group oh every time God, they do it together. Oh, I did, I did, to- I totally did not catch that because yeah. I was like, it's our last show. So it's yeah. always their last show. It's always oh, our last show. It's always great. the last show for whatever name okay. they come up with. Okay. Um, um, and they, they're brilliant. The two of them but are they, But they had the little doggy Merwoods. Oh my god! That's your weakness, baby. Isn't oh, it? he's amazing. What type of dog is he? I don't know. He's I a mix, I would say. He's definitely got to be a mix. I was I was wondering that. 
He has some, like, because, like, okay, so dachshunds are my favorite dog, so I feel like I see dachshunds and everything. But he dog. has those little kind of dachshund legs and a kind of similar body. face. I wouldn't be surprised if he had some of that. He's, he's you know, far from being, like, purely a dachshund, but I wouldn't be surprised if he had some of that in him. It was, like, some sort of dachshund, like, Labrador mix or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but he's not quite big enough, like, to be... He got the small parts. Yeah. But he got some of the, like, you know, very... Uh, golden Labrador features of like yeah because they are I think they're the prettiest dogs right Go, la, golden retrievers and, and Labradors I think they're like universally seen as like the models of the dog world yeah the models of the dog world um, <laughs> the rhythm of the model <laughs> I still I mean honestly I think corgis are the most beautiful but corgis are very beautiful but I just don't think they're used enough as much I should say uh, in like advertisements like, mm. I feel like they go to, like, Labradors and Golden Retrievers a lot in yeah. films. And, yeah, and like, it's, like, like, the standard like, family dog. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, it would be in a J. Crew catalog or something. <laughs> Showing his abs up. <laughs> <laughs> what is J. Crew? Like, is J. Crew short for something, or is it just J. Crew? Oh, I don't know. It was just J. Crew. Yeah, okay. wait, is that not here? It's not really a thing here uh, at all. Okay. Yeah, I I think it's like just like it's a sim it's a symbol of like preppy things. I think I see like them as like I see them as the same sort of thing as uh, Abercrombie and Fitch. Yeah, yeah. Except like Abercrombie and Fitch is more for teenagers, so it's I think it's like that for adults. Oh really? Yeah. It doesn't sound like it's an adult brand. Oh no, it totally is. Okay. It totally is. I don't know why I just have an image of like J Crew. I guess maybe this is the word crew that I can't imagine like a lot of grown ups like you know yeah I'm in the J crew <laughs> um yeah i don't really know what it means i imagine also like people who have yachts and sailboats That's what it, yeah but also at the same time like i don't think it's quite expensive enough for people who have yachts or sailboats i think it's more for people who like aspire to have yachts and sailboats right that might have like a little oh, jet ski a sailboat but not a yacht yeah 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 like a small sailboat and they aspire to have a, yacht. Or a canoe yeah they have a canoe and they shop at j crew <laughs> yeah. Rhymes. yeah good work Thank you. That's going to be the next ad. <laughs> For when you have a canoe, shop J. Crew. <laughs> Bing! Um, so, what is the Yacht Club brand then, if it's not J. Crew? Oh, I have no idea. Is it, is it oh, it's Tommy Hilfiger, probably. But to, is, that's the funny thing. Tommy Hilfiger isn't as like high end of a thing in the states as it is here. Like that's a str- It's like it's not a huge difference, but I can tell here it's like a more of a oh, Tommy Hilfiger. I do remember like an ex flatmate like bragging because he had a Tommy Hilfiger like yeah. Jumper. Nobody would brag about it. Like it's it's like a respectable brand for sure, right. but like you no, know, it's not. It's Nobody like, would go like, oh, I like your top. Yeah, Tommy Hilfiger. Yeah. Uh, check it out. Yeah. No. Not really. <laughs> Yeah, well, I suppose it's easy because, like, Gap as well has that same thing because Gap is, like, a, a pennies in, in, in the no, States. No, it's not a pennies. No, what, no, what, no. What, what's the equivalent then? There is, well, first of all, there is no equivalent of pennies in the States. Or and that's pri- why Primark they, of anybody or else. Primark, but, yeah. but that's why pennies is, is so fucking amazing because there's nothing in the States because, like, price-wise, Walmart would maybe be equivalent to pennies, but Walmart oh, okay. is not, people don't walk around, like, uh, I feel like... <laughs> 
I don't know, people would maybe be more ashamed to shop at Walmart. Walmart wouldn't be as on trend as pennies. Like People are quite happy to say they bought something in pennies. I mean, that could be the difference, too, between maybe Irish culture and American culture. And some we like a bargain. People aren't embarrassed, <laughs> like, for the bargain, but people yeah. are quite proud of the bargain, and that's why everyone brags. Not brags about shopping in pennies, but everyone talks about it, you yeah. know? Um, no, we quite like it. If you say, like, oh, I really like your top, like, yeah, three euros in pennies. Yeah, right. Like, we're really, like, chuffed <laughs> about, like, you know, yeah, I've spent nothing on this. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but people don't quite do that with Walmart. So there is no American equivalent of pennies. But no, the gap is, so the gap is not like pennies. The gap is definitely more expensive than pennies, but the gap just isn't, um, I think the gap just isn't seen as that cool. Okay. Yeah. Because it's it's a, it's basically, it's your basics, like if you want like just a plain t-shirt yeah. or whatever, you go into the gap for it. Um, and that's not pennies. The outfit I wore tonight. Was from Penny's. Was that a Penny's outfit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For it would describe it for the people, for the listeners. Oh, I. It's like what well, you guys call a romper, but we would call. I, like, would, I would call it a jumpsuit because it's okay. long because the pants were long. Oh, okay. But yeah, I was talking to those two girls from New York. Like I, I started because you saw there were two girls from New York. Uh, in the crowd, yeah. Yeah, tonight. so I started talking to them. They were really cute. They were really fun. Um, but they were like, oh, my God, I love your outfit. And I was like, oh, my God, have you discovered pennies? <laughs> See? Look, it's catching. Everyone yeah. loves doing it. So, uh, yeah, that's our that's our podcast this week, babe. Oh, okay. Yeah, we did it. We did it two weeks now in a row. We've gone and done it. We're on a roll. So, yeah, uh, come back next week, guys, and we'll have another half hour of whatever weird things we did that and week. And we'll take guest... Did, did, did we have any guest we, questions? We, if we got a guest question, it wasn't brought to my attention. But if okay. you... Okay, yeah. and so, then you know who you are if you had a guest question, but yeah, it wasn't it you're wasn't being brought. You're being not uh, named, but you are being shamed. Yeah. Because um, we were told we were going to get one. But, yeah, if you want to leave a question for us to answer or, like, a topic for us to talk about, um, feel free to leave a comment on the post at ironfever.com. Mm-hmm. Um, um, or even if you leave it on uh, one of the Facebook posts, because we post this podcast on Facebook, if you leave it on their uh, comments, um, just say, like, for the podcast, here's a question. We will answer it here and probably gab about it, and we'll be maybe soberer next time. <laughs> maybe. I can't guarantee that. Bye. Bye.